What is going down, everyone? It's time for MojoBreak.com, the hype episode number 252. Football season is approaching us, and select football is in the shop. People are ripping it. We've got 2021 select football hobby breaks going down all day at MojoBreak.com. Also available at MojoBreakShop.com. And you can catch Cody over on the Loop app breaking some select here Thursday and Friday, trying to hit those bounties. So download the Loop app when you guys get a chance to say hi to Cody on there. Uh, this show, we've got a jam-packed episode. We got this week in the hobbies making its return. We're going to talk Trey Lance cards, which I'm sure Dan just absolutely is ecstatic to talk been about. Been waiting. He's been waiting. Can't, can't wait to talk about it. And uh, a lot of other great news going on in this hobby. I, I, had, I, I had to think about you, C-Rad, when I heard the fact that you guys might, as a Raider fan, might have had the goat and Gronk. Did you hear the story? Yeah. It. How does that, how did that did that that hurt your soul knowing that you could have had that Super Bowl instead of Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay duped you again. We got duped. Yeah. <laughs> F Tampa. And um, it's a bold statement saying that like the Raiders would have just won the Super Bowl though, right? Well, I mean, he went to Tampa and he did it. <clears throat> yeah, Chucky over there. Unfortunately, Chucky got his nose in the wrong place and. The rest of the story history. I mean, you I, you might have been you were right next to Dana White at that uh, Ravens uh, game. You know, yeah, I don't know exciting. if you were orchestrating something, but uh, <laughs> I also got a really quick impromptu. I was thinking about the AFC West, and uh, I was I was trying to I was wondering how do you rank the quarterbacks in the AFC West? Because there's so much talent. I think your boy Derek Carr is fourth on my list. Are we? Uh who, are we, rank are we, your quarterbacks we, in the AFC West. We're, we're just the starters, right? We're not going yeah, well, deep, yeah, we're not deep, going deep into the depth chart. We're not <laughs> not going into the backups. No, um, I, I had my Nick Mullins take ready, but he's he's since been traded by the Raiders. So yeah, just starters. He got traded by the Raiders. I believe so. Yeah, he was first. Oh, of all, first oh of all, yeah, Nick Mullins yeah. was on the Raiders. Yes, right. he he Secondly was on the Ra- he was on the Raiders, and he got traded to Minnesota for some pick. Yeah, for a pick. Correct. Yeah. Um, Should have got Sean Mannion. Well, and I fear that. It's it maybe coming in to, coming to an end for the great Sean Mannion. No, he's second on the depth chart. Meh. Kellen Mond looked good though. Yeah, so I don't know if there is a better division in football when it comes to starting quarterbacks. And if I'm to rank my my one through four, it would be Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. Yeah, I mean and the NFC West is pretty close too with Lance Stafford, Murray, and. Um, Geno Smith. I mean, it's pretty well, close. Dude. I mean, it's pretty close. But actually, you could probably say <laughs> the West is probably the worst, or one of no, the no NFC West. You uh, had three playoff teams last year. You have it. You, I mean, you have Stafford. Stafford, and I'm not being a homer. Yes, but Stafford is tried and true. One. He's number one. Um, Lance, uncertain. True. What you're gonna get? Kyler, great for a half a season. Yeah, true. He's got great hair right Until now. Until Cod comes out, and like then Taylor. yeah. Who is the starting quarterback for Seattle? For now, I believe Lock or Smith. I believe Drew Lock is two. still number one on the deck. Okay, we got two first rounders. Maybe, maybe in the league, the worst starting quarterback situation. I'm gonna sound like an idiot right now because I'm probably gonna forget a team. AFC South, maybe. Matt Ryan is probably the best. Is he the best QB in that division? Matt Ryan's not on that team anymore. No, he's saying South. No. That's Colts. Oh, AFC uh, South, oh, not South. NFC South. Oh, I thought you said NFC South. No, 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 all... AFC South. AFC okay. South. Yeah, the what the the Lawrence uh, Ryan, uh, ooh, uh, Tannehill, uh, Davis Mills, and Davis Mills. Uh, Derek Carr would be the best QB in that division. I yes. think we can all agree on that. Yo, AFC. He'd be the best in a lot of divisions. So, I, yeah, he'd probably be at least two. What? Well, let's see, AFC East. He's probably two. If you what Mac it depends on how you feel Mac Jones and Tua and and whatever Zach Wilson and whatever, whatever and whatever, whatever whatever's <laughs> going on with the Jets right is now is Derek Carr a top ten in the league? Is Derek Carr I, a top ten? If QB? I if I had I would say ten or twelve somewhere in there. He's in he's in the Dak zone. Uh, he's in where the, who knows it, it, it really zone. fluctuates. Is, is he what in I'm the Dak? Is he in the Kyler Murray zone? Yeah, well, Dak to me is in that zone of like he's gonna have games in what, a row the where zone you go, where nobody's gonna want a playoff game. Right. Uh, well, no, 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 of guys who like they're gonna be like a two, three week stretch where you're like that guy's a top five. Lamar, Jack- Lamar Jackson in the top ten. Uh, he's in my personal top ten, but I know a lot of people. He is the most divisive QB probably in the league right now, but he's in my top ten. Well, he- who, so AFC West, you had how does it go? I mean, 
our listeners is just gonna call me biased, bro. Like <laughs> we know where this takes. Do going. not say what you're about to say. <laughs> 252 episodes in, people know what I'm gonna yeah, say here. That's true. Okay. So then just do two, three, and four. <laughs> okay. Right. The number two quarterback in that division is, I mean, I, it's got to be Patty Mahomes. Okay. He looks sharp in the preseason. You know, he he's still he's still a beast, a young a young great quarterback. No, number three has got to be Russell Wilson, and then number four is Sherbert. Like, I'm sorry, Sherbert lost to the, to my Raiders last year. So, like, I, how how can I even rank this guy? He couldn't even beat the Raiders. I think Cody has it uh, has Sherbert a uh, little little bit up on his rank. Number one is Mahomes, but to me, Herbert is easily number two. Do, do he you, couldn't even beat the Raiders you, last you, year. Why is that not entirely his fault? Do you yeah, have yeah, no yeah. respect for the history of football? I'm saying right now, like what Russell right Ru- now. Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm I mean, not future. I, I'm kind of leaning towards Cody's take too. Hall I, of Famer, MVP. What do you 100% want? 100% agree. 100% agree. Future Hall of Famer. One of the great core quarterbacks of his generation but right now in this very minute who would i rather have starting for my football team it's not even a question it's justin herbert well this is what i'm doing okay well i've it's, got it's I, good that you said that because doug would have been like it doesn't matter we have like <laughs> do we have the quarterback i want no, starting no, no. for Again, my team i like trey lance i'm excited about the trey lance era i'm optimistic but if but right you would now, prefer justin herbert yes not even again i, I probably, wouldn't even yeah. blink i wouldn't even so blink. he so you're saying sherbert is like your top guy like that you would start for your team it doesn't matter so you put in him you NFL? put him in, you put him in the top five in the league i think that he will be top five in the league by the end of the year. Yeah. Is if he, he's not is already he, there. Is he in your top five? If I was are ranking you a, QB, are you a Charger fan? No. Yeah, somebody's, <laughs> not by any somebody's been eating the, the, the somebody's been eating the Sherbert ice cream. Man. Let's put it this I, way. I am too because you know why. Here's why. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my own personal bias here. Obviously, Mahomes is number one for me, but number two is Herbert because, and then Wilson's three for me. But when I was ripping Wilson cards. Toyota Camry, okay? When I was ripping Herbert cards, I have a Tesla. So thank you to Herbert. I was able to afford a better car. I mean. Uh, and, and and we were able to break more. No break more, make more. And <laughs> he knew I was going that route. <laughs> and uh, just by, you know, I mean, it was, it was more ramen back in the 2012 days, as we all agree. We all know that. Russell Wilson was not even the big chase at that time, but. I think I gotta go with Herbert. He's more flashy. He's younger. He has more of a career ahead of him. Oh, Russell okay. Wilson, no Legion, of, Legion of Doom, and then Derek Carr. But I have high hopes for Derek Carr this year with Devontae Adams. Yeah, the Reunited. number the number Feels one so wide receiver rated in the league, man. What can I say? It's gonna be something to watch, man. That's and, a Fres- uh, that's a Fresno connection right there. That Kelly right. Love. And you can't hate Derek Carr. There's like <clears throat> nothing about Derek Carr you can. He hate. does nothing controversial. He doesn't. He's he, except sometimes you know. I'll just leave it at that. He's a pro. He's a pro's pro. He's a pro's pro. He's got pro hair. I mean, he's got. He's just. He's a good leader. He's. He's like Jimmy Grappolo, but better. And I hope the best for him. So, but let's move on to this week in the hobby. We got some juicy stories to talk about. A lot of things happening in the hobby from a Brady card that could have been trimmed. I don't know. Could have been colored to a big Trey Lance sale to a card that wasn't signed but was slabbed by a major authenticator that. Said it was a real autograph. So, but we're going to start with the Brady news. Golden sold a Tom Brady playoff contenders autograph card for $54,000. It's the one on the right of the slide, which was a eight with a nine autograph. Some digging, and man, I wish I had the account um, that did it. I know something sp- sports cards. Something uh, sports cards. Good. Yeah, because they're the ones that did that, some That's the name, or is it just something sports cards? No, that is the name. Yeah, of, okay. That's the name, okay. of, that's the name okay. of their channel. So they're the ones that uncovered <laughs> that this card was originally a six uh comparing the autographs because no two autographs are the same did some really good zooming in on these photos found out this was the same card that was graded a six but in the six form it was basically you could see the corner had some whiting you could see the edges were messed up but somehow in the eight that was all taken care of so this card was altered 100 percent confirmed by sports something and uh, something sports. Something sports. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Uh, let's get that guy a follow here. Go follow him. But yeah. So so actually, once that news came out, Golden basically voided the sale. Now we don't know where this card's going to wind up. I think it's a good move by Golden. I think it's the move they had to make. What do you guys think? Starting with Cody, what is your thoughts on this whole card? 
Uh, awesome. First of all, just like awesome detective work by this guy. Uh, really, again, if you haven't seen the video, definitely worth a watch because it's pretty incredible. How Breaking it down is. the like the streaks on the auto, yes. where he did say something that was like pretty valid. He's like, no autos are completely 100 percent identical, and he was like going through the little like you know the details of the autograph to really pinpoint that it was a true card. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, a really good job because, uh, again, yeah, I, I am always kind of a skeptical one on these where I'm like, well, come on. Like, uh, you know, I just am always like, why would someone go through so much painstaking work to do this? And, well, I mean, when it is the difference between ten, exactly, you see Red's doing the, the money sign. That's exactly what it is. It's the, it's the, it's the difference between, you know, uh, tens of thousands of dollars. So uh, I get it. And a good move by Golden to do this. Uh, I think what it's, it's sports car radio. I think is where we kind of brought our attention to this, and uh, I think I, I'll kind of echo their sentiment. Like, does this mean this card is worthless? No, not by any means. It's just we kind of have to. We just have to be a little more transparent, especially in a world where I think this is probably going to happen a little bit more as people are like, oh, there's this much money in sports cards. Well, I've got this one. If it's just you know, if this edging is done a little better, um, as people are getting better and better at this, I think we just need to know. Okay, this card's been altered. Are you okay with that? Because it is still, at the end of the day, it's a Tom Brady rookie auto, altered yeah. or not. It was still pack pulled. Yeah, I mean, and I guess you, you, you. It begs the question of like, what is okay to do to a card if the card's corners dinged? Is it okay to try to smooth it out with your hand? Is that, that okay? Okay, so what? What the point that you're bringing up is um, made me think about like. In the art world, and I'm not a hundred. I don't. I'm obviously not knowledgeable about the art world at all. But I know that don't for like the very old stuff. Don't they like touch it up or something? Yeah, like that? I believe like, the Mona Lisa has been completely to, like to the, keep the, it the, like yeah. from deteriorating. Right, they do certain things to these like pieces of art that are worth billions That's of dollars, correct, mi- yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. So like down the line. You know, and people are like have have always compared sports cards, like some of them, anyways, to like art, artwork as well. Only one Mona Lisa. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, I you know, I'm just saying, like down the line in the future, like where, what, like what part does that play? Like, are people gonna try to present? I mean, that's the reason people get cards graded, right? To keep them in the same shape that they were when they originally. Yeah, received. but they also do it to gain money, right? Right. So. Um, I think you're on to something. I think we should grade we should grade Mona Lisa and stuff like that. We should start our own uh, art grading company. We have to pull the greatest heist in history. <laughs> Someone go to the Louvre fast. Just but, just four guys who have no idea about art just grading <laughs> grading art. We would, I mean, I'm not going to point names, but it's kind of like grading trading cards. It's not very too far off. very similar. It's the same thing. Not not saying I'm just saying there's some companies out there that you question like where did you come from? What is your specialty? Why are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish that you can't really place the blame on either PSA or Golden, I don't think. And, and, and what's odd to me is that how did this guy even find it? He had to have been tipped or something. Somebody must have, because then nobody spends countless hours looking at every single card and comparing it to other cards. I mean, that's just not possible, right? So he had to have been tipped off by somebody that either sold this or resold it or whatever and knew uh, somebody that did I, it. It's almost, it's almost like... If somebody is sending one of these cards to an auction house, it almost brings up a red flag. I, I, yeah, I was going to say. Like, if you're doing, like, any of the auction houses, you're like, I want to sell this, and I want to be completely anonymous. But and this have is the type nothing. of card that Golden sells, though. It's not. Out of I know. Home. I get it. And, it and, and that was probably the plan. It would just kind of funnel in and just get lost in the shuffle with other mm. giant cards. Because, yeah. let's face it, I mean, there was probably other cards that sold around the same time that sold for more than 54000 Yeah. I was going to say that how this guy potentially like caught this is that there's probably a group of people who are very invested in certain type of cards, so they're paying attention to every card every that pops up. Every single comes out, yeah. Yep. Of that same card. That's probably what happened. But you wish there's like maybe the future with how these cards are scanned in now. I mean, every autograph. I mean, the only thing you can tell uh, between these cards is the actual autograph, right? So uh, you you would hope that maybe PSA has like something in the pipeline or something that kind of like almost fingerprint authenticates a actual autograph on a card when it's first graded. So if it comes back, it's a it's it's just it doesn't even get to that point because this 
you know, like you guys said, there's money on the line. There's there's ten twenty thousand dollar difference between a six to an eight. So you're gonna have people that try this. This one was obviously colored in somehow. Whether it was, uh, I don't know how they would go about doing that, but they obviously fixed the corner by putting more color on the card. Uh, obviously, an expert probably handled this, and it's altered. So hopefully, this card is now deemed altered. Maybe the right thing to do was for Golden to. I don't know. I don't know where the liability I mean, it, yeah, is. I don't know if you have to send it back to the yeah, customer. I mean, it probably questions. has to get sent back to the customer. But what about the person who bought it for 54000 and is like, I still want the card. I don't care. Like, why? Why I, I'm aware that it has been altered now, but I still would like to give you $54,000 for it. Well, I mean, we had that situation when we had that Michael Jordan that we sold that uh, it was in a buyback and then the guy consigned it through us and then as we as we were going through the process, remember the guy was like another guy tipped us off that it was slabbed fake because it was a, a number that was fake. So the guy still wanted the card, and we were like, "Dude, it's fake! Like it's we it was a fake card." Yeah, morally, morally, you, you're almost like, "I want to take this card out of." More actually, you want to destroy the card, really. I mean, you can't destroy it. This one's not fake, but like a fake card, you want to destroy. So we obviously didn't let the guy buy it and sent it back to the original guy. Now he probably it's very tricky because the person who owns that card is probably like, "Do not." send that back to PSA to get it re-slabbed as altered. Right. Yeah. Like, I didn't I didn't send you that card. It didn't say altered when I sent it to you. I mean, I, I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky, right? I don't... Well, now this... But this slab number is, is out there. So, it's out there, yeah. So he would have to... He would have to, like, re-slab it in order to try to make a legitimate sale. Or can he go back to the six? Can he go back and get it slabbed into the six? I mean, would that be the right way to do it? Best, best cleanest looking six ever. <laughs> but then again, it gets probably cracked out later, maybe <clears throat> ten years from now, when somebody's like, "That's better than a six. I think you just have to let collectors kind of decide now, because now it's out there. You can't hide it. Everyone knows, like, oh, that's this card. Well, and you said the PSA number is there, right? But what yeah. who, what stops from somebody from cracking it out that's and going to BGS? That too. That's that too. It goes to Beckett now. But you can't take somebody's property when you're consigner and just, yeah, I don't, so, you know. So that's the tough thing about. I don't the whole know, situation. man. I but, don't know. Um, but yeah, moving along, uh, another kind of funny thing. We were just mentioning fake cards. So this is a uh, this is one of Topps' biggest blunders. And if you're listening to the po- audio podcast, uh, just look up through the years. Topps through the years. I believe it was from 2020, 2021. 21, I believe. Fairly recent. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was an anniversary year. So yeah, it was last year, the year that we won the championship for the Topps Rip Party. But um, they had the through the years platinum box cutter. Baby. Platinum box cutter. One and only. Every, the only they, they I see it every day. We I see it every day. It uh, reminds me of uh, our greatness. Yeah, and they they were like, we won so well that like <laughs> they can't even run another event. Like They didn't even run it again. They're like, that's it. So we're the well, one the and bar, only champions. I mean, a bar was set so high, it right? It was. You know, mean, I'd like to thank Rich Layton, uh, Real Sports Cards, and uh, and um, Bomber Breaks for, you know, just, you know, we stepped on them to get to the top, but we're the platinum box cutter champions from tops, the one and only. But anyways, that was a, that was one of the years that they had this, and it was, what it basically was what it was, was tops was trying to say, these are some of the biggest cards throughout the years. They had old cards like Ozzy Smith, uh, but they included autograph versions of the cards, a picture of it on a card so it's not the real card but the autograph is on the card but it's a facsimile so anyways let me make a long story short somebody sent this into PSA and they authenticated it as an auto so and then obviously the internet went crazy so uh, it's very easy to tell it's a facsimile auto Uh, I don't know if PSA is hiring a bunch of people the card Uh, is actually also a picture of the card it's yes so it's a card with a picture of a card on it Um, it we have discussed this subset before. It's like Beavis and Butthead when he wanted to get a tattoo of a butt with a tattoo of a butt on it. Yes, it, it is. It's very similar. It's very similar. And uh, shout out to the uh, new Beavis and Butthead is really, it's really good. good. Paramount it's, Plus. Uh, Paramount Plus. Pay for it. Um, like, <laughs> like to thank Paramount Plus. <laughs> the new sponsors, by the way. New sponsor. Uh, Where's my subscription at? Yeah. For, <laughs> Four episodes and pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. They brought pretty back good. music videos and, and viral videos. Um, but yeah, this is a tough one, man. And we saw people were selling these cards on eBay <clears throat> raw at some point as autographs. But again, it's a facsimile autograph. But when you do like a scan of the card, you really can't tell it is a, a subset is a picture of a card. It is. 
it's a tough subset. But how? I mean, and and how for, do you authenticate it for one to get authenticated is like the cherry on top. <laughs> it's like if you needed if you needed to take it to the next level of how poor this subset was, <laughs> you have PSA slab it as an authenticated <laughs> auto. It's just. Boom! We I did mean, it. Give Top some credit. They put a border on it. it it's not like you look if you physically have the card in hand. You're like, oh, I see. It's a picture of a card on a card. I get it. But they slab this one as if J- uh, Jason Verlander, as in Justin Verlander, actually signed it in person. Is how they slabbed it. Not you know they didn't they didn't they didn't act like it was an original Topps Chrome rookie card auto. They slabbed it because it's the PSA DNA certified. Yeah, and it looks like it's actually shaded to where the original card might have had a sticker on it. Let me ask you this, guys. <laughs> Let me ask you this: If you're Nat Turner, you just, you, can you come back and you just fire that guy? Right? Can you give him a second chance or? Finding graders these days is a lot. It's a lot like finding breakers. It's very difficult. You can't just. Well, what's the equivalent of a breaker blunder in this? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> hmm. Eating, putting the card in your mouth? I no, mean, <laughs> no, no, no. Not I mean, damaging the card. Eating but, while yeah. breaking? Like getting mustard on some cards? Ooh. No, no. That would never happen. Um. <laughs> um booming up this card as if it wasn't oh there you go it feels like a mike trout basically admitting the product is the product run is over (laughs) it's done (laughs) you hit the mike trout (laughs) falling at like falling out of your chair yeah you just you lose it you absolutely lose it you run out of the office Um, you flip out and then you realize you jump in a trash can. That is a it's a card of a picture of a card. But see, that's still not the equivalent. I think you would have to have the breaker do that. No, the break the break in a magnetic and say congrats on your auto, the, and then no, put it in the bubble mailer. No, the the breaker has their own slab machine and they just slab it right <laughs> up right there and they authenticate it. HGA baby, and it's uh. Cody, is there any equivalent Boom. in breaking to not seeing that this card is effectively on? I think you guys have kind of already. Yeah, I think it's it's something to that effect. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've done the opposite when I first started out. Didn't realize that a superfractor was a superfractor, uh, and it was Luis Robert rookie year. Wow! Uh, so I had the opposite of that where I'm like, oh, that's neat, cool. Uh, congrats, I guess it's a rookie. Nice job. Uh, so at least I said congrats. So you gotta give me that. But yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's better to under, especially for the uh, card fondlers out there. That always watch. better. To always better. To, always better to underplay it. it then, yeah. but we've also seen people go back in time, and you go back to uh, our friend Chris Justice, and he pulled a Mike Trout orange. And Mike Trout was still a prospect, so you would never know what Mike That's Trout different. panned out to. But you go on that video in the comments are just like, I can't believe you didn't know this is like how big this card was at that time. And it wasn't. It was, I mean, that was way back that in the day. when that, that was like a VHS that, tape. That was breaks. like, that was probably a $150, $200 card. Cards didn't sell for that much back then. Back in the old days, they didn't sell for that there's, much. But there's many examples. I'm sure like Giannis cards. Maybe a $500 we, Giannis card. Giannis cards we pulled that we didn't. We're like, oh, the Greek freak auto. Nice. You know, like we didn't go like, oh, my God. Well, you called him the Greek freak because nobody knew how to pronounce his name. I mean, yeah, you guys pulled that, that black prism patch auto of his right out of Spectra. I mean, how crazy did you guys get for that card? That was actually Billy. So oh. I, I don't I don't remember. Did he go uh, crazy for that card? Probably not, right? I'm assuming. Try not, well, it was probably, probably, crazy. Crazy. It's probably, probably crazy as all get out. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, F3 <laughs> Billy Fairchild in the OG Mojo Break Ohio days. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, I might have to try to find that video now. So, I, I, yeah, I think he was uh, – it, it wasn't might, an it HD. Might, it might be a Ustream video, right? Mm. Well, we won't be finding it. <laughs> it's lost to the internet now. It belongs to the dark web who, now. Who own- IBM, dude. Just go to San Jose. There's who own- yeah, that's true. Who owns Ustream? I thought I- it- IBM. I thought it was Vimeo. Oh, maybe they've been sold again. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how much I know. All right, moving Who on. Vimeo, IBM. I, I know. know. Moving on. Uh, Ray Allen outing some fake jerseys. So this is another buyer beware segment. If it's not authenticated by PSA, JSA, Beckett, Beckett 
then question it no matter what. Uh, so Ray Allen, that's not my autograph on these jerseys. So basically, this is what Ray Allen said. You can see the jerseys here on the slide. Um, there were some uh, Celtics jerseys, some Heat jerseys, uh, and uh, Ray Allen commented on the photo. A friend of mine sent me these pictures of my jerseys autographed and for sale online. The one thing they got right was it's it is a signed jersey, but here's what they got wrong. I did not sign it. These signatures are not mine, so if you're in if you're an autograph collector, make sure you only buy your memorabilia from reputable sources that give you a certification that the autograph is authentic. It is a, it's a real shame that people are taking advantage of people in this way. Most autograph seekers are real fans. They deserve better. Hashtag fakes. So uh, eBay seller, and it's the P-A-A-S-C-O-A, which is funny because it's literally got the PSA letters in the authentication. P-A-A-S. S. Pass. Pass. P-A. I would be like P-A-S. So. Pass. And yet, unfortunately, a lot of people fall for this because, you know, it's Christmas. Christmas time's right around the corner. And, you know, little Johnny's a uh, Ray Allen fan. You know. <laughs> the, 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 the look of just shock, disgust, Dude, fear in Dan's know, face right We know right how I there. feel about the holiday season and think it's right around the corner, <laughs> it's, man. It's 90 degrees outside. It, it is God not sakes. right around the corner. Oh, I'm sure they're already selling uh, and, uh, mistletoes in your store. Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. You're probably not a wrong. Funny, a funny I'm pet, like, is it that time again? <laughs> a funny pet peeve of my, my wife. She, she, lo- she, she actually loves thanksgiving like that whole week more than um than christmas i agree so like it is super annoys her when it's like october and they haven't put out no thanksgiving stuff yet but they put out like christmas stuff already follow the money baby they don't sell that many turkeys (laughs) compared to the gifts for the holidays dashing through the snow but anyways you know little johnny's wanting a bray allen jersey and he tells his grandma hey you know, I'm a big Ray Allen fan, and then she's searching on eBay by lowest price. You know, because she's seeing some for a thousand, she's seeing some for five hundred. Where does she buy? Two seventy nine. What a deal for little Johnny! Boom, buy. She didn't think anything about it, think, think anything of it, and now that that jersey's purchased. And I think we have a lot of people that are uninformed, especially during the holiday season, buying these things. The and people have been told look for the COA, but people don't know that there's three COAs you want, and that's it. And uh, if they don't have a COA, don't even buy it. But then there's these fake COAs, these companies that are passing this stuff through. And uh, it's just, it's terrible. So do your research. Inform your family if you're going to buy you something, what to buy. Tell them the, the whole deal. PSA, JSA, Beckett. That's all you want to stick to when it comes to, or Fanatics. Uh, I forgot to throw in Fanatics there. If you're buying directly from Fanatics, they have their Fanatics sticker on there. And they deal with the players directly, so they're good as well. And uh, stick to those. And if I'm leaving somebody out, send me a message. Maybe I forgot about you, but... Um, just stick to those and you'll can be fine. I, can I play devil's advocate a little bit on, on this? this one? Yeah. Are oh, you signing it? Is that yours? No. Is that your eBay? <laughs> no, not at all. Slaying these um, Islanders. And, and, and you know, sometimes these players will like sign a stack of just of the, of the numbers and they're not attached to any specific jersey. So mm-hmm. if they get attached to a jersey that they don't remember signing, but they did sign the actual number itself, some of these players may be like, I didn't sign that. Like, I've never even seen that type of jersey before. I've never signed that, but they did sign the letter. They're just looking at the whole jersey. So that's all I'm going to say. You're, you're completely right with everything else, like the COA and all that stuff. I'm just saying, like, when I, I think we've seen in the past, like, players come out and go, like, that's not my auto because I've never seen that jersey. I never had an autograph signing with said person. But that person may have, like, bought a stack of letters that were signed by you or numbers and then it was ironed on to another jersey. You are right. The Niners are going to win the NFC West. I included that in there, but you didn't hear it. But I'm t- thank you for telling me I'm right. Uh, what are your thoughts I, you on You know, I actually, I'm like trying to focus right now because you were you were singing a Christmas song. Uh-huh. And it's 90 degrees. We're still in summertime. <laughs> in I love August. Christmas. I'm sorry. It, <laughs> Christmas is the best time of year. It's like, it's making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Cody, Christmas or Thanksgiving? Uh, Christmas, but Thanksgiving's right up there. Uh, I will say this about Christmas. The anticipation of Christmas, to me, almost better than the No, actually the worst part. No. It's like leading leading up to it. You're just like, I don't know how many days I'm like, there's 12 days to cry. Oh. Like maybe what it's do, maybe it's what like a I kid gotta, brain. What, what, what did I not do yet? Is it is it the um? Well, it's because he does face to face commerce. Is, is, that's is, why. Yeah. Well, of course I do face to face commerce. Just I'm, buy it on Amazon, dude. I geez. don't. 
<laughs> no, don't to get really, me wrong. To, put, to really put yourself through hell, you have to do the face-to-face commerce, usually a couple days before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Really dive into it. Yeah. And also, work retail. Like, if you've ever worked retail before during the Christmas season... You're not going to like Christmas. Working retail, there's definitely not enough Christmas songs because the same ones play over there, and over, oh, there, and over There's and only over the, the catalog is not that large. Like say, but the songs. great double-edged sword of, uh, of, of Christmas songs is that uh, not enough of them, the same ones play over and over. But every time I hear a new one, I go, well, this stinks. Yeah, Why do I want to hear this? Just put on White there. Christmas again. Why do I want to hear this stuff? Oh, man. We're talking about Christmas in August, boys. I just, yep. yeah. Can we just... I mean, Mariah Carey. Maybe not do Christmas music. Mariah Carey. Cra- maybe, Mariah- maybe just get give it a year off. The skip I mean, Christmas one year? That actually might not I'll be a bad you. idea. No, 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 no. Skip the Christmas music. Right, right, right. Christmas skip itself it, is still there. And then you'll like it even more the following year. You'll be like, I missed it. Just play Slayer during Christmas. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be. I mean, that's uh, the kind of that's the kind of holiday a, season I want to be a part of. of. Truly gives new meaning to a one horse open sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas album by Slayer. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be why don't I mean? Why don't more metal bands make Christmas albums? I mean, the come on now. Smooth vocal stylings of uh, was it Tom Araya. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie King got his beard gray for for Santa Claus. Yeah, but uh, try uh, tr- was it Trans Siberian <coughs> Orchestra is the closest thing we got there. That is literally the closest thing we have to heavy metal Christmas. Dude, there's some people that literally like just the, and we're really going on a tangent here, but like in December, that like, their whole paycheck is made. Like, yeah, Mariah Carey, Trans Siberian Orchestra. I mean, I. There's many, many. There's Michael. There's many. There's many, there's many and there, that many is two. Uh, no. Uh, uh, do you know that <laughs> Brian makes a lot of money throughout the she year? She does. Uh, that acapella group Pentatonics. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I they literally, I believe, live in hibernation. In the north. From Pole? yes, if they live in hibernation <laughs> from the months of January until October, and then they emerge from a cave somewhere and just are on every Christmas special for the next. Two months. I don't. Who are these people? I have no idea. Will Farrell gets a bump in his paycheck in December. I'm sure. I mean, um, yeah. The fine folks at oh, Frosty and and the, the Santa Claus. Uh, Tim Allen. I'm, I'm sure Christmas does very well. Story. Oh yeah, our buddy Scotty Schwartz. I'm sure gets a little change during the December. Right. Year. Right. But anyways, let's move on to the next story. It's about <laughs> Trey Lance. You got your yellow mini Lambo, and that was about the only kind of media attention you got. This card actually sells for $130,000, and it goes on NBC Sports, where you pull one that's arguably bigger, the, the Mac Jones version of this one. I did. I know, bro. It, it, you know, and that's no, annoying, no, bro. I, I told TMZ and everything, and they didn't even care. But Trey Lance sells for a staggering amount, Now, 130000 That's annoying. Now, can I play a little devil's advocate here? Uh, <clears throat> we know the other the Mac Jones hasn't sold yet. True. That's that would be part of the reason why there's Thanks, just Jeremy. nothing on just it. Just sold it, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. You do whatever the hell you want to do kidding. with that card, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One hundred thirty-two thousand. That is a good point, though. Because yeah. how can you put a value on it? Right. If it had sold, it'd be a different story. But no, it has no. not. Um, One hundred thirty-two thousand. Is that uh, too high? Too low? I don't want. We're gonna have Dan go last. Cody. One hundred thirty-two thousand. It's. It's too high. Do I'm I? sorry. I, again. So if you had that card, you're like, give me that 132000 Oh, I'm sorry. If me, I pulled that, I'm selling Just give me 32000 <laughs> I told you I was going to wait for you to go last. Nah, it doesn't matter. You, you could take, keep the 100 I, I Just say, give me the thirty-two. I say it's sold for the right amount, knowing how much the Mac Jones people are trying to pay for that one. I say it's, yeah. it's sold for the right amount. I mean, but yeah, I mean, you, you can look at the Mahomes. And I mean, granted, I don't know what, how much the flawless Mahomes sold for, but the... Uh, the NT shield of Mahomes sold for, uh, I think it's valued at over a couple million. So you're into this at a 20th of that price. You know, I mean, if you got a cool 132,000 lying around that you could spend on one card, I mean, but it isn't, you could spend your money I mean, a lot worse. But it, but it's not, it's not NT. There's a lot. Fla- of Flawless will never overtake NT. So how much do you think the NT version of this card would sell for? I, Ba- this one's over, uh, ba- uh, over over a quarter million, right? I don't think it did though. I, you know what? And we're you know we're dinosaurs, right? Uh, there's a segment of the of the the sneaker heads that have turned into breakers that for some reason like flawless better than NT. 
I think it's just because it opens faster. It's it opens it, faster. It feels it opens faster. It, it feels it a little faster. bit. It feels higher end. <laughs> it does to them. But, and, and the price point, it just it, it justifies. And, and NT case just has too many cards at this point. It does, like we. It does. And um, I think that there is maybe something to newer newer collectors getting <clears> in, and it's like they maybe were like, oh, the flawless chase of the lo- triple Logoman LeBron. I, oh, flawless football. I don't know if it's a huge segment of newer collectors, but I think that does play at least a little bit of a part maybe into I mean, you've, you've, you've seen a lot more flaw. I feel you've seen a lot more flawless hit reels than I saw National Treasures hit reels when, when you know, you're going on the gram. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to see if I that's think that I mean, but I think the true 99s are still the most sought after RPAs. Um, what it's, are we? What? It's just it's just what happens that the shields that that couldn't be legit up there at 130 grand or best offer. Oh, no, I can't. That well, just... the best offer might have been like 10 grand. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to go in and see if we're that because I know the Mac or, uh, the Trey Lance Shield Stars and Stripes was pulled. I've seen that. I don't know if the actual see all those listings. I see the NTRPA. That, that's still it's still the highest. No, that's all I looked at. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I was trying to see if I could find the um, actual um, the, sh- the the Shield uh, NT, but I can't. I gotta say, just in general, at this kind of this sale is, I think, part of it. As a Niner fan. The Lance mania, Lance hysteria right now in the hobby, in, I mean, what? I think I said something to you earlier this week, Doug, that there's that uh, the amount of bets placed on Trey Lance winning the MVP is more than every other QB combined, every other starting QB combined. And I believe in him, and I'm excited for him. The fan base is insane. It's, but I'm I'm excited, but it makes me nervous. You want to talk about a Homer fan base. There's no more Homer (laughs) fan base than the 49er fan base. Yeah. You're talking about the fan base, but I think this is collectors. I think these are people that are maybe Lions fans buying these cards. There is, I know, I'm talking about what Cody just said, like people putting money on Trey Lance to win MVP. I don't think those are all Niner fans. I I think that it, by being the most, I mean, by just that ninety percent of those people are Niner fans. I think a good, but I think the majority of those. It's people like are. wishful thinking in betting form. I mean, look. It, the payout is better than say putting the same amount of money on like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady to win the MVP. Well, I, I mean, and that. that's smart money, right? I get that, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, just in general, it was fifty to I'm one. I'm nervous. I'm a little nervous. I can't help but be nervous. I bet on it. Um, <laughs> my point exactly. Yeah, no, I got my bet. <laughs> yeah, no. I see. I need to look at the odds. I'm like, okay, maybe I maybe I'll put a little bit bet on it. I don't know. Put a little bit on there. You know, see, and, and people want to, you know, obviously Dan's a Rams fan, but you know what really turned the tides is when he had a churro thrown at him. He was like, he was happy and like shaking hands with Niner Are you fans. talking about Trey Lance having a churro thrown no, at him or did. me having a churro know, thrown at me? Circa 14 or 15 that Dan Dan was obnoxiously clapping for a Rams first down in. I, at in, a game. At the stadium. At a, at a game. The, watching watching his home stadium. Watching a football game and enjoying my team performing and doing something. Thought I would get excited and clap and go, yeah, it awesome. A, it was an aggressive. Clap. It was, yeah, it was very aggressive. Like if you're like so you were just like football's clapping. an aggressive game, so it gets an aggressive clap. And, and, and but it's it, and then I basically almost get kicked out because I'm watching everybody like Niner score plays foghorns going off. You got some kind of. Like, you got a bell ringing. Like, there's a lot of a lot of different sounds I mean, going on. I mean, you were at the home of the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, so. so you're. So I think we've already had this conversation before. So if you are a visiting fan, you cannot cheer and enjoy the game. There's no, a right way to do it. You can't. You can't do you it. Can't no, 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 no. The right way is that if your team is winning, then you can cheer all you want. But if your team is losing, then you can't. Yeah, you gotta respect the you gotta respect the home you're in. You know, you gotta you gotta you, you gotta be like, all right. Good I didn't job, know. You know. I didn't. I, you know, I'm gonna look for that on the like. Anytime I get a hard copy ticket again, which I probably never will, I'll look at the terms and conditions on the back and it maybe have a little blurb on the back saying that like, here's how you be a, a visiting fan. Here's how you have to act. Like you don't you don't you know you you go into somebody's house and they ask you to take your shoes off. You like you don't go like no. Stop your guess. So now I have to. So if I go to the Rams Niners game, I have to take my shoes off. That's correct. <laughs> you can't. He can't clap. Can't clap. Can't clap. 
No, you can clap. It's just you, you know, standing up aggressive, pointing around the stadium. You can't, like you can't, you can't, like, so if you see, like, another ramp band there, you can't, like, point them and go, yeah, man, we, yeah. You got to be like, don't point. <laughs> be respectful. Don't point at that guy. <clears throat> hey, man, I know Niners fans are, like, crazy, too, man. They, they get it. They start so many. F- I was telling people on the stream over the weekend, I was like, Raider fans, man, we're just a bunch of peaceful guys. Like, I don't like it's the Niners no, fans. fans it's, 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 the, it's the Niners fan that that starts the drama, dude. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh well, well, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. There's gonna be a game this year, and and, and a majority I, of it's gonna be started I by don't, the Niners fans. I don't know. There be probably seventy thousand people who go to that game. I want to know how many people are still in that stadium come three minutes left in the fourth quarter, even if it's a close game, because people are gonna be getting kicked out constantly. It's going to be like... And it's all going to be started by the Niners fans. The well, fans I, were like peaceful. And, and it's on say? Sunday. People are going to fly into Vegas. They're going to be... Oh, well, start New Year's Eve, too. Start, start, yeah, they're going to start oh, drinking, New Year's Eve? Oh. drinking Thursday. Or New Year's Day. God, New Year's God Day. bless. Oh, is it New Year's Day? Yeah, it's New Year's Day, which honestly is the best thing for that oh, game. Oh, it's January 1st. I thought it was December 31st. No. Dude. No. Okay, that's better. Start drinking Thursday at 8 a.m. Just basically go straight through until New Year's Day. Um... That is going to be epic. I actually almost want to go to that game just to watch. Hard pass. I I just hard pass. I mean, I, I, go I would actually be that guy. Just get one of those split jerseys, half Niners, <laughs> oh, half Raiders. No! Just, oh no! Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Yeah. Just like oh. get one custom made where Hell you're just yeah. walking around and everybody doesn't like you. <laughs> you know what though? By doing that, you will unite Raider and Niner fans to all just leap on you and start no, I would, going I would at love it. That. I'd be like. I'd be like, man, one half looks better than the other half, man. You know, we still gotta do that idea that we you want. About. You, we you, we sit here and talk about like ideas for content. That is that that is that's a go content. to stadiums and wear a hat of one team and a jersey of the other team. Well, doing that, but like especially for that Raiders Niners, like in order like to wear both teams. Is there is not a, is there not a perfect more player than Jerry Rice too? Because Jerry he Rice played for yeah. both teams. Jerry yeah, I'm Rice. trying to think about who. Or Roger Craig, Ronnie Lott. I mean, you got Ronnie Lott. You could do. Yeah, you could do, you could do Woodson with uh, Packers and Raiders, but that that one wouldn't be too too dramatic. But but a Jerry Rice like half Niners half Raider uni. I've seen them out there. And like, definitely, I don't know. If and then maybe maybe if you get like a hat that has both. I mean, you just like go the Bay Bridge series. Like hats. the Bay Bridge series hat, just go for it. Burn it. T- yeah, actually, wear the Bay Bridge. Everybody comes up to me. They're like, "You grew up in the Bay Area? Oh yeah. So Niner or Raider fan? Ram fan? (laughs) (laughs) Confuse them even more." Uh, before we move into talking about the great product that is Select, um, I did want to point out if you, you if you're you know a Niner fan and and you follow the Niners, Brock Purdy with a fatal mistake. There's a number that should be banned from all Niner fandom. Fourteen? Uh, yes. You should never have that number. Nobody should ever wear that. So I'm almost rooting against. <laughs> should Brock they retire? Should they retire they that should, number? They should retire, they should retire that. But then that what, might be bad too. What name? What name you put under it? I think Wyatt Tittle wore fourteen, didn't he? Maybe as a Niner. Jerome Simpson. I know he did. They could, uh, wait, why a – no, maybe he wasn't because I think that number – Cody Pickett? Mm, don't know. JTO Sullivan for sure. No, why Tittle did wear 14. Why can't they just retire the number? It's they did. easy. It's easy. They could have sworn they did. They did not. They, 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 they clearly they, haven't. Yeah. But, you know, if you're from California – Very popular in sales, though. Yeah. It, very popular. No matter who, what player it is, very popular. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. You can do your own research <laughs> if you know what we're talking about. But let's talk about select football. Is this the best select ever? It feels like it's got the most hype for sure. Anybody want to take this one? I know Sierra hasn't quite broke. Well, you, you've seen some first off the line. <clears throat> yeah, I did a couple of first off the line over so the weekends. What do you think? Is, does this have the possibility of being the best select ever? I mean, from a just purely uh, prospecting perspective this has got to be probably the best select from the fact that you got your obviously your 2021 five quarterbacks that you're chasing maybe more than five quarterbacks and some good receivers as well um and then you also get the live like i know you guys are gonna bring this up but you get the live of the new draft guys when you combine those two two elements it's got to be the best from a pr- prospecting um perspective but i also know and the fact that this is the last 2021 release is coming at right at the height of football about to start yeah it's great timing right? it's gr- excellent timing but from a uh like um numbers point of view this 
won't be the best select because there's other years of select where the cards have a better rarity. Right. And I think you got to kind of do a uh, buyer seller beware if you're pulling some of these silvers. A lot of them. There's a lot lot of them. them. And keep in mind, retail's coming out. So this is what, two or three years of retail now? Second year. So that's that's second year. That's right. That's that's another element that made why the print runs have uh, diluted this product in a way. But again, because you got two quarterback years or or rookie years are technically chasing not necessarily quarterbacks with 2022 right um although those are the guys that may people mainly want but yeah you it's 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 set up to be one of the best selects ever and you uh broke some this morning dan what did you think about it i like it um i imagine the possibilities if they would have done the xrc's last year live oh imagine that you would have had Burrow and Herbert hype, and then you could have had the five rookie quarterbacks, their first live cards in their uni autographs. It would have uh, it would have been absolutely insane. And if it would have been released at this time last year, going yeah. into pre or in, right in the middle of preseason, um, that would have made twenty twenty the best select release ever. And keep in mind, remember they totally goofed on the uh, black and they gold. had yeah they they made ten blacks instead and of one and then t- made, uh, and one, or, gold. And one gold one gold so there's and you could see them they pop up they still numbered them one on one but they did like different die cut photo variations yep. um, yeah and and they and that was that was something that's a little funky because they did the die cut variations and. None of the XRCs have ever been die cuts. No, but they had to figure out. And and if you know any, I mean, die cuts generally don't grade as well, and yep. they also don't sell as well. So, card regular, man. Card regular is uh, is key. Uh, one drawback is what you guys were talking about. Uh, the different. I feel like there's just so many silvers, and with the retail skews, select went from like. A mid 40. high-end tier product to mm-hmm. like a mid-tier product with a price point that is hovering around high-end. Um, yeah, and honestly, like is sixteen hundred dollars a box not high-end? I, mean, I guess it's got to be high-end, right? I said I said the price point is high-end, high price point. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like this product for years and years and years and years was a slightly higher than mid-tier. Yeah, it was like not high-end, <clears> but high mid yeah i think what if anything if last year showed us because um I, th- well, I thought you were going to mention the parallels right that's why i said 40 so uh prior to last year there was maybe 30 to 40 parallels in a in a select run that you could get and then because of retail and all these other SKUs and just printing more last year the it jumped to like 150 parallels or yeah. something like that something insane right but however with that said Select showed itself as one of the strongest products every single year, and specifically last year. Because even with that said, people were still buying it up. Even the retail stuff is one of still the better performing retail products that you can get yeah. right now. It 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 didn't it didn't hold its value like everything was high last year, right? So everything has come down. But select retail is even still like higher than most other retail SKUs that you can buy of other products like Prism or Optic or whatever, etc. Select is still the most popular. Uh, football product that there is yeah and i and i was gonna say that now that we've had we have select baseball we have select football it's de- we have select basketball it's a crossover brand right um i personally think of select as a football brand yep uh, more so than any other category definitely don't think of it as baseball um i would say second would probably be a basketball release but i think you think of select as a brand and you first jump to football. I agree. And it has, you know, has a little bit of everything. It has the patch autos. It has the jumbo patches. It has the short prints. It's got the case hits. It's got die cuts. It's got, you know, SSSPs. I mean, I guess the only thing that maybe Prism has over it is the mangas, the color blasts that are a little even more rare. There was one that we pulled today, right? That was like only one that we got in the case. Yeah, um, like fire starter. No, it was like fire something. Fire starter, fire. fire. It looked like a 2012 design almost. Yeah. And it was number to ten. I don't know if they're all number to ten, but it was. Was it uh, a gold? Na- Najee Harris, yeah. Nice. It, you know what it actually looked like? I think in. It was hard to tell. I think cool. in 13 baseball, select baseball, they had like the Enfuego. Yes, set set. that's what it kind of looked like, and it, and it looked like that. Uh, Cody, what are your thoughts on select? In general, I'm always like a big select fan. Like just the design looks great. Um, yeah, just having the XRCs really just 
takes it to a whole nother level this yeah. year. Um, <clears throat> and I think it also kind of like uh, is an interesting test to see how the hobby's going to react to like who are we going to pick? I mean, it's clearly Kenny Pickett, but I'm also curious like how like who the next guy is going to be. Well, I, me and I, Dan were looking at Malik Willis. I was going to say it was insane. It kind of feels like prices. it kind of feels like Malik Willis is the way a lot of collectors are leaning towards is like who is the number two in this and the fact that I think the situation in Tennessee compared to other places is probably the best a team that could potentially be really good again this year with a quarterback situation where Tannehill is probably on the way out no matter what happens this year so, still there yeah yeah this is I think he's I think he's probably going to come out as the number two guy and i, I think I in think, the longer I, might be the better of the two i think frankly. the third guy uh keep a lookout for uh ritter from yep. atlanta as well i mean they have mariota but desmond ritter's not far far behind there he may mm-hmm. actually be of those three we talked about he may be the one who actually gets the most playing time this Could year be. yeah he might be co- totally under the radar but yeah it <clears> is a great <throat> thing to mention that xrc's are live in the product so uh, on par from other years, we opened one case uh, this morning, and we got three of them, and one was autoed, and it was the Malik Willis tie-dye auto. And Wait, then, the auto was live. Yeah. yeah. And the regular experience. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. With him in a pro uniform. Yeah, it's crazy. It's right there. It's crazy, oh, man. Oh. Crazy. Interesting. It almost it almost makes you like, um, you know, because we always talk about how this year's draft is a little bit weaker than previous years. It almost It's almost like... Damn, we finally got live XRCs, but it's not the strongest of draft classes. No, we finally, we finally got live XRCs, but it's 2013. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes not, sense. Not that bad. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. I don't even want to know how much money Panini saved by doing this, right? Because you think about all of those cards, three per case, that were redemptions that essentially had to be mailed out all individually. Yeah, right? so yeah. Think about all like two, three dollars at least in postage for every single one of those cards that and, had to be mailed out. And this is the byproduct of the fact that everything's been pushed back because of the penny. Yes. So, like, the, weird, the reason we're getting live XRCs is because this is coming out so freaking late that they were able to get these kids at the photo shoot with their pictures, signing them at the photo shoot, and then get it in a product it's in a time genius, for us to, it's a It's a genius move. I, I and love I think it. This I is, love it. I, I love it, too. And I think this is something that, that, I mean, it makes sense financially for them. It makes sense for collectors. I think this is something that sticks going forward that Select does become the last product of the year. And it heads right into. I mean, it's perfect. It heads right into the next season. Yeah, and so just you get that. Cr- yeah. You get both. Yeah, and just like saying, because you know, usually that first chance at like a rookie card of these guys is in, you know, a much lower end product, and the fact that it's. It's select football that we're getting the first pro uniform rookie cards of these that, guys. Really does like to me. It just it, it's really really exciting. Well, huh? the the only thing that you can get right now would be legacy, right? And Chronicles draft and, yeah, and, and mosaic, mosaic draft. And the next one where you get uh, actual on card is like the pen pals from Elite, which is I think it's coming out in like a month or two. But now I'm now that I know that I didn't know that I thought it was just base cards. So now that I know that there's actually autos of these guys that people want from this next draft class, that makes sense why the box prices are like a little bit higher than they were previous years. And like I get it now. Like that adds value. Like to get a Malik Willis on card or a Kenny Pickett or a Matt Carroll, whoever. These- adds value and saves Panini money. Yeah. Yeah, it's a win-win all the way around. I mean, the only thing that, and then we we'll have to see if like this. We don't know yet, but this year's rookie class heading into next year's rookie class because you're gonna have what Bryce was it Bryce there's, Young? There's a hype. Bryce class Young next will be year. in the Bryce, next year's rookie class potentially. Yeah, Bryce Young, who will be, I mean, way more highly touted than any of the guys yeah. right. in so, this year's class. At least uh, QB wise, people are, there's gonna be lower end teams that are uh, not playing as well, trying to get that kid. <laughs> But this could be an opportunity where I don't want to make more XRCs, but there could be, like, one more set of XRCs, right? I mean, like, maybe if it's a year that's not performing well, maybe Prism does some XRCs. No. No, just keep it, man. <laughs> just don't, 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 no. It's something, it the same. It, it, it's something that makes this select stand out it, from the it rest. It does. You, know? I, I, you don't want Prism XRCs. Panini XRC, just the whole set of redemptions. The whole, yeah. <laughs> Set of redemption because the cards aren't made yet. They're waiting for the draft to happen. This is every box. You're like, you got a gold first round, first quarter, first quarterback. Yeah, man. Um, let's good stuff. 
Go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, I was, just, I was saying good stuff for Select this year. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to rip more of it. Uh, you want to kick off this next segment? What are we doing here with this, <clears throat> this, this beautiful man on the left and then this so-so-looking man on the right? <laughs> so uh, this oh, is going to be uh, a new segment we decided to do. It's kind of inspired by uh, the Trey Lance sale uh, that went down that uh, we've all pretty much said our piece on it. This or that, keeping it real simple, we're going to be focusing on QBs, and I'll just ask you guys straight up. Yeah. Which one of these cards sold for more, this or that? So simple as that. Those are the rules. Uh, let's get started. Wait, is this is this guess your price? No, yeah. this but is, yeah, this no, is, you have a fifty percent chance of getting it right. This is not. This is not <laughs> guess that price. This okay, is okay. guess that price. It's its own thing. Are it's, we guessing which one sold for? Is what you said? Yeah, which yes. one sold for more? That's okay. all it is. Gotcha. You're just gotcha. or, or, which, or which gotcha. one? Or which one would you prefer to have? Which no, one which sold. one sold for more? Which one sold for more? Which one yeah. sold for more? And then you can give your preference if you'd like as well. You know, it's all about conversation. We are okay. on a podcast, so Sounds here we good. go. Uh, number one, <laughs> uh, this or that. You already know what the Trey Lance sold for. Uh-huh. Uh, the Trey Lance 2021 one of one flawless shield auto sold for 132000 We already know that. Yep. Uh, versus the Justin Herbert 2020 flawless shield auto one of one uh this one graded psa 8 uh 10 auto which one do you think sold for more um i'm going with the justin herbert okay herbert i think this is a trick question i'm going i'm going lance this one actually is Justin Herbert. Herbert did sell for more, uh, 204k. Jeez, at a PSA eight. I, and when was that? Herbert. What it sold? I was pretty recently, within okay. the last year. Yeah, I I thought we were really playing into the. I like the, the hype. I like the Lance. Um, even though the shield doesn't quite fit, I guess it doesn't fit on the Herbert either. But I like the design better. I'm the more vertical a, looks verticals better. better yeah, me. I agree with that. I think the vertical actually. Although looks the Herbert better. doesn't look bad either. No, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, keep it moving. Uh, and of course, yeah, I, I, I this is another one where I said which one would we rather have, but I feel like uh, Herbert or Lance, I'd rather have the Herbert, but that's very just, nice. Anyway, next one looking cards two kaboom cards, uh, one a gold Mac Jones kaboom PSA 10, wow, or the green one of one PSA 9 Joe Burrow, but not a rookie Joe Burrow to clarify, it is not a rookie. Oh, okay. it's not really, but it is one of one. It is one <clears> of there's one. Only one. Um, I, Mac Jones. I'm going Mac. Mac Jones. Yeah, that one's across the board. Everybody's right by about twenty thousand dollars. Mac Jones was was wow. better by about twenty. Wait, wait, but I mean, it the Jones dude, the Burrow's not a rookie. If it was a no, rookie Burrow, what we, did the Burrow no sell yeah, for? Yeah, that's what I'm. So the Mac Jones sold for fifty seven point six k. The Joe Burrow sold for thirty six for the second year. For a second year, second year insert one on one. But you know what? There's an you know. His second year was when he got to the Super Bowl. Yep, that's true. true. Who wants the Who wants the rookie year? But you know, his second year. It's funny how much weight the kaboom holds because you could pull a one of one. I don't know, uh, obsidian base card, bro, and it's not going to go for anywhere, yeah, yeah. even in the ballpark, bro. For these prices, absolute football should be way more expensive. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, if you, if you think about that, crazy. like that, like this is insane. Like fifty and thirty k for a second year guy. Come on, dude. It's what eighty. That's over eighty grand in those two cards. Yeah, absolute should be like fifty, at least the same price as select. Jesus, <laughs> where do you rank Kaboom amongst your insert? I think we had this conversation uh, mm-hmm. twenty or thirty odd podcasts ago. Yeah, uh, where where does Kaboom? It's in your top five, right? I, I like Ooh. the. I still really like the Kaboom insert. I think they're just making too many like. One, they're like because they have the packs now, and then they, they added parallels of Kaboom. I liked it when it was just a silver Kaboom. I also liked it more when it was more cartoony. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> How about you, Dan? Crack your top five. Uh, yeah, I actually I like the downtown better. I think I, I think um, I, I, but the downtown doesn't even come near the sales. Though, yeah, right? I know. I, and I'm and not, they just not talking about parallels of downtown. I'm talking yeah. about value. Just talking about what I like. And I actually think one of the most overrated. I think I said it before. Color blast. I think is one Ooh, of the no. mo- one of the most overrated. No, that's not true. Oh yeah, over, Par- yes, yeah, I agree. One with of overrated? the most you overrated guys parallels. You guys are dead wrong on that um, one. Yeah, color blast are. T- God. I, I like the black killer blast more than oh the no that is that. that's even more blasphemy uh, oh, holy we're, crap we're literally like just it. we're literally dumping in his Studios hey, here <laughs> hey guys 
Get in this comment section. Tell them what's up with the color blast. <laughs> but it's just a white card with like a rainbow in the background, bro. Like, like but the st- the cardstock puts it over the top. If it was just like on cardboard or something like regular, like flat, like the, the thin cardboards, yeah, but like it's got the shiny. It's it, it's a it's a premium card that's ultra short printed. Like one in every ten case. Like we don't we don't deal with these type of numbers. It's with no downtown. Inserts. I get it. I mean, just, just but just aesthetically. <laughs> aesthetically, it's aesthetically. still beautiful to me too. Maybe because he's seen more of them than we have, and that's why he likes them. Yeah. So how much. many how many of you guys pulled? By the way, I, uh, I think I pulled a baseball one once. Uh, what? Yeah. How many of you guys pulled? I'm not that pulled. <laughs> cricket sound. Like, yeah, cricket. Like, I don't know. Two, three, hundred. <laughs> I, I will say, Dan, I agree. The downtowns I actually I like. The downtowns are my favorite. And I think they've gotten better recently. See, right, I thought that's the common man, SP. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've seen the downtowns like every day. Who cares? <laughs> And Boring. you know what? And, and you know, I do like the downtowns too, but like they have started to dilute that as well because there's parallels of it now. Yeah, true. like multiple different. They parallels. have super frac or gold vinyls of them, right? Gold vinyls, true. black Pandora, the twenty fives, like they make a lot of parallels of those now. Yeah. Is there any insert Cody that you've seen that's like not even SP that looks amazing in your like that mm, you stand out question. in your head? The, the one that's not SP, I'd really have to rack my brain uh, on ones that I really really like the S- the, the non short print SPs. I, I, I'll give you credit. The black uh, color blast from this year's Obsidian, this year's 2021, yes. they look good. They look good. Way better than 2020. If you look at those ones, it looked like really bad Photoshop jobs. Yeah. The, uh, the, the 2021 tops design that we were talking about earlier, that PSA authenticated. <laughs> that's oh, that's turn, the best. Turn, turn, back, turn back the time that's, or whatever it's called. Yep. Like that, that one. That's the one. It's my favorite. Easily. That's the best <laughs> one. All right. Moving on. Last one. Uh, two NTRPA. I bet you this is going to be like hella close, bro. Two NTRPA. Did that person here. really block out the serial number on the Kyler? I believe so, yes. They know it. I didn't even know that. that right I know. Away. Oh, he blocked out the serial number on the, um, on the actual. Why do people do that? So you like they don't want you to look up their card? I don't know. That, that's a whole other good question. Is like, like so if you're listening to the audio podcast, the Kyler Murray picture, the person blocked out the barcode on BGS and then actually blocked out the number of what RPA it is. You can see that it's number to ninety nine, but you don't know if it's five, four, three. Yeah, because I've seen people do this on Instagram where they'll block out the grading number. Yeah, I'm like, huh? Um, that's I, even weirder. I guess I could. Well, the numbering's weird, but I could see why maybe because. Um, People have fake slab before and use that number. Like I don't know who's gonna be uh, Kyler Murray NTRPA. Uh, man, as much as I ripped on yeah. Dangerous, I think I got to go with Russell here, and that's a sick batch. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Kyler. I'm going Russell. And again, these cards, if for our listeners at home, 2012 Russell Wilson NT Gold Auto RPA PSA 10 versus the 2019 Kyler NT RPA BGS 9.5, uh, number to 99. Uh, the actual price is $43,200 for the Russell Wilson. And 12500 for the Kyler? 45000 Wait, what? For Kyler. Two weeks in a row, I won. Forty-five. That was a more recent sale, but 45000 No. For the Kyler RPA. No. Kyler. I've been looking at those things. They're around ten grand. What happened? Yeah. yeah. So you're maybe, saying maybe it's not a recent Russell Wilson? I did. Yeah. Cody, I don't get it. Yeah. Maybe that's not a more recent sale. I don't understand. It did. I don't get it. Kyler. People like Kyler. What would you rather buy, Dan? Russell Wilson. That, I, would, that, I would rather buy Russell Wilson, but knowing the smart current market, I felt like the collar was either Ru- very Russell, close. Russell or Wilson's higher. going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. Correct. Is he? Yes. Oh yeah. And Kyler's going to the Call of Duty Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. We don't we don't know if Kyler's gonna win a division. It's true. Playoff game. Yep. We don't know. The 2012 design is so nice, too. I know. That's a dope design. It, vertical, too. I mean, love it. They haven't bring that back yet. Uh, maybe that's next year. Maybe they'll do a throwback lease. Because that is or a, a crossover. Design. I mean, yeah, they should have brought it. Yeah, 20. Whatever. Yeah, 2022 NT should have. It'd be should 10 have year, 10 year anniversary. That'll be this year. Yeah, it'd be yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, so they should have it this year. Oh, okay. So the, yeah. uh, this one. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're still in. We're still in. We have 2021 right now. We have 2022. What am I talking about? We got it all. 22-23 hockey coming out, and we still have two years of it to go through. <laughs> Has, <laughs> speaking of hockey, uh, how far are we behind on the cup? We're like a, like two a, years like a decade? Yeah. It's two like, years behind. We haven't <laughs> had two years of cup. Wow. That's their flagship product. 
I don't. At this point, Actually, are they going to combine it? You know what we haven't had? Allen and Ginter. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? What? Are you sure? Oh, I'm positive. I mean, because we, we get it. Because uh, there's very few products we get pallets of. And it's usually going to be Alan and Ginter. is the product for, for like a lot of people that follow us and, and break with us and stream with us on. I, like Ginter is the product I'm trying to get into. That's my bucket list. Life goals I'm trying to begin into Ginter. November 2022 to be determined is what uh, the old uh, blowout, uh, Scott. Now, generally, I think Alan and Ginter is like a late August. June or July no, release. No, it's right at the National usually. It's usually right before the national, I believe. Yeah, because it's chrome that usually comes out during the national. Yeah, chrome. Chrome and clearly authentic. Yeah. Well, so yeah, we'll be seeing what what happened with uh, Allen and Ginter, and uh, we'll. That's it for today's hype, guys. Make sure you follow us at Mojobreak underscore com on Twitter and Instagram. There's a great video, Hungry Eyes on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, also uh, follow us uh, on YouTube as well for the breaks, Mojo Break on YouTube, Mojobreak.com for your breaks, Mojobreakshop.com for your sealed wax, and we'll see you guys on next week's episode. Peace. <laughs>